0: One of the key secrets that's the open secrets to 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 being having interest with god is being in alignment with him and as well and in his word mm-hmm. right it's it's knowing your priorities and you know that's why jesus gave the prayer like let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven um and you know, I mean, like, we're called to be disciples of him every day, 24-7. Like, the only, you, know, you need to pray a lot. Like, I would say, like, you know, we want to be intimate with God. You need to talk to him a lot. And I think that Cricket's saying, he was saying it is hard. For sure, it could be hard. But you know what makes it harder? When we come to God on our own terms and not on his. That makes it way harder. Because I won't be able to i think i have to do all this and that or i gotta do the like, like if you overcomplicate it try doing it in your own strength it's not going to happen um but I, I actually love how simple jesus makes it go to your father in secret go, go away from everybody mm-hmm. else and pray to your father mm-hmm. in secret and god right. actually he gives the example he wants you to get away from everybody else and so just come spend time with him and that's the example right
1: welcome back to the glorify him podcast a conversation between four friends about faith and doing everything to glorify jesus we're your co-host cricket i'm seth
0: i'm Kiefer,
2: and i'm ethan
1: yeah we've been on two week break and we've been um just praying recuperating and just uh, trying to figure out where we're headed and where we're trying to go and um yeah like we're gonna talk uh, like right now we were struggling uh in the sense that like uh we're trying to figure out where everything's headed like where god wants to lead us in prayer and that's what we're going to be talking about today is we're going to be talking about intimacy with christ and um we're going to all share our personal experiences and personal uh, stories i know you guys like that so i'm going to pass it on to seth
0: thanks cricket this episode is brought to you by rob wb consulting for your digital marketing needs for small local businesses and nonprofit organizations that's rob wb r-o-b-b no capital, no spaces on instagram and facebook with that being said i'm going to pass it off to ethan for us to pray
2: hey God um we're here we're back finally we're back and I pray that we could just be real today and genuine that we Holy Spirit we just want you to lead us and we just want to share about like you know how you individually work in each of our lives and how much you mean to us and how much um, you know you might mean to other people a little bit too and' just, like we hope that uh, anybody listening can just uh, we hope that they can know for themselves how much you love them and how much you want that intimate close relationship with them And uh Let's quickly say in every changing season of my life, you have been the faithful uh, God mm. that's been unchanging mm. even there for me. Mm. And I'm sure as we go through like talking today, I know for personally for myself, um, I definitely want to testify to that. And that. Uh, and I just want to place my life and put it on um, as you as the foundation because you are sturdy in your love and your trust uh, in, in your goodness and your faithfulness. And and that's why I want to trust in you and continue to trust. Mm. In you. So I just thank you for who you are and uh i thank you for this podcast episode and that it's uh it's gonna be good amen
1: amen
3: all right perfect thank you ethan not gonna lie guys that was like the longest two weeks i've ever experienced in my life i honestly thought we were gone for like a month to be honest with you like for real Uh, for real real. honestly i actually thought that was like a month we've been away me too Um, me too but Same. we are happy to be back. Well, I'll speak for myself. I'm happy to be back. I'm and happy to be, be back, back, too. You know what? Just looking back at the Cancel Culture episode, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Uh, Cricket absolutely snapped in the opening. He, he went crazy. He just shred us, the bro. whole thing. Uh, we, almost end, did we, we almost ended the episode after he went off, to be quite honest with you, because he, he just laid it out that way. Just, but I like the way Cricket opens it up. He's a nice personal guy, and I kind of want to pass it over to him to start yeah. us off. And Cricket, why don't you tell us, man, intimacy with Christ, intimacy with God. How exactly do you hear God? What's your experience been when you pray? How's your prayer life? Pick any of the three questions and and go at it.
1: I'm going to talk about all of them because I feel like they're so important, right? Like intimacy with Christ, right? Like I think, first of all, I want to start off is like we're we're the ones that are close, uh, far away from God, right? God is always close to us. God's always near to us. God is always intimate with us. It's the ones, it's that us that's not intimate or not close with him he's always near he's always there for you and i personally i struggle with um just praying uh not necessarily playing for other people but praying myself and just talking to god and just having conversations and it's i think it's it's been a struggle for me because um i think it's like god isn't like i can't see god like i could see Seth and Ethan and Kiefer like I can't have like mm-hmm. a conversation like it's like a response back and forth right like that's that's difficult for me in that sense that's why I struggle with it but I'm start like right now I'm starting to have a posture of gratitude and Thanksgiving and worship when I approach that because I feel like that's where I that's where we need to approach it with like just praising God for what you have given us and just uh just starting off with that sense and it's been real tough to be honest like it's been really hard like i i continuously I, I fail we all fail i'm pretty sure we all stumble right we all but at the end of the day we got to get up and start doing it again and doing it again doing it again doing it again right like um so some of the struck um some of the stuff that uh god talks me through is scripture definitely like i get a lot of his revelation from scripture and what he's trying to reveal to my life and in my life and I, that's why I love reading scripture in the morning, especially, right, so to start off my day, and just to uh, take in His word. And like how I'm doing right now is I'm reading actually, uh, three chapters of the Old Testament and then, a ch- like a portion of the New Testament, so I can get a both of best best of both words, basically. And um, like I, for mainly right now, I've been hearing a lot of people speak into my life, and it's not necessarily. The same for everybody. Like I can say, um, I think a bunch of these guys hear from different people, uh, different ways. So I personally hear from people and scripture, and that's where I receive um, my like people like God talking to me. And of course, we got the Holy Spirit, right? Like we can't neglect to forget the Holy Spirit. Right? We gotta always be in tune with the Spirit, and we gotta always seek the Spirit's guidance, seek the Spirit's direction to our lives, and how, allow us allow the spirit to guide us and reveal stuff to us mm-hmm. but that's pretty much it um anyone wanna, else want to happen
2: sure unless one of the other guys want to happen first no ethan you got it this time bro don't worry i'm going in i'm going in cricket thanks for that it's uh i, I appreciate the vulnerability man um you know i can start kind of vulnerable. i can say you know it's been a struggle it's been a struggle the past like few months just in like my mental health even when i should have got to some degree you know like well actually decent degree and just I think it's, um, but you know, before I bounce back to that, I'll just say though, that like, I've, uh, I've, I've had my relationship with God since I was a kid. Like I was one of those guys who like just kept with it, um, didn't fall away from the faith. And, and like, God has always been like that, that rock for me. Like mm-hmm. I've gone through so many things in my life. Uh, um, even like trauma, just things like that. It's just like, I just know that God has been that rock for me and, uh, for all the changes. And I was listening to, uh, just, just before we got on the, uh, po- uh, to record, well, to get together, to record this podcast, Keith for staff and Kirk don't know this, but I was, uh, I put on one worship song. Cause I felt like I, I there's this one point in my life where I was putting worship songs on like every day. And like, if you've ever been to like, uh, anybody listening, if you've ever been to a church service and you've been to those like modern worship services and it can just be like fire and you just like, you just get so engaged in it. It's just so like, you know, you get enveloped in it. I got inspired one time. I think it was after retreat or something, but I would do like every night I would like Or every, you know, I just turn off the lights in my room. I would like blast my speaker that I got, and I would just like put on the worship music, and I would sing as if I was like in one of those church services. Like, you know, I just Mm. blast the music, and um, so I I don't know. I just put I put my speaker on before, and and the song called "Seasons" by United Pursuit came on, and uh, it's literally just talking about how seasons change, and that's kind of what my prayer was about too. I think it inspired it. How seasons change. It's one of my favorite songs. Seasons change, but God's love remains, Mm. and um, that's literally like had somebody like god in my life it's like he's his love has remained and his faithfulness has remained and um i'd say just like you know since like my uh breakup with like my ex like um, when we broke up like uh you know it's almost been it's almost been a year now um since then um my life just kind of got like turned upside down to a certain degree like i emotionally started opening up deeper to god and deeper to people and since then it's been like really me like starting to like understand that like I need to surrender to God, like, with my emotions more. Like, there's so much, like, pent-up, like, stuff that was stuck in me all my life. And, uh, but, but through that pain and suffering, God used that to, like, open my eyes to, like, become more emotionally connected with God and just everything. And, and it's been, it's been an incredible journey. It's been painful. It's been hard, especially the past few months. It's been lots of ups and downs. But, um, but I've been, I think one of the biggest things I need to keep reminding myself is that, like, you know, like, I need to surrender to God daily. I need to submit to God daily, and I need to let like, and that means my my thoughts, that means my emotions, that means like my whole being, right? And um, and like, what am I trying to satisfy myself with? Like, is God the center of my satisfaction? Like, in terms of my like my loneliness, because I've been re- I've realized the past like several weeks, like I've been talking to Seth and Keith and Kirk a bit about it, but like, you know, like I've realized like the loneliness I've experienced in my life, and even when there's been people around me, and like, and I need God to first satisfy that and also see how God is telling me that there's people He's putting in my life to be connected with. And like that's another thing too. My intimacy is deeply rooted also like through like, you know, like for example Seth Key cricket and other people in my life where God speaks through them. And um but yeah, it's just uh it's a journey and I'm uh I I feel like I'll let somebody else jump in but that there's there's a lot to go through here but I just uh yeah, God God's been God's been there for me though. And uh, He's gonna keep working through me and I'm just gonna keep submitting and surrendering to, uh, to him. Oh, actually, wait, wait, quick thing. I heard this thing. I don't, I I feel like it's relevant enough, but, um, now I want to say it now. Sorry guys, (laughs) but I went to this this sermon last Sunday and the guy was saying like, there's that verse about resisting the devil submit to God and he will flee from you. And my other friend was talking to me. Um, uh, Lee, uh, I won't give his name. I don't know if he wants to say his name, but my friend was talking to me and he was saying, if you try to submit if you try to resist the devil, but you don't submit to God, it's not gonna work. Because because uh if you try to resist the sin, you'll go to some other sin. Or you'll let or you'll like or you'll find like a superficial way to like, you know to to cope with things. But you need whenever you resist the devil, you also at the same time need to submit to God. Um uh and I think that's just a powerful thing. Like and and then that's also connected with surrendering too. It's like I'm trying to like Not let these emotions take hold of my life and get a hold of my mind in terms of like loneliness or like whether it's like with friends or girls or my anxiety or whatever it is i need to like resist that um uh, not not obviously validate and accept my emotions but you can get stuck in that place where you just keep you just keep yourself there and you don't fight back and you need to like you need to let god complete those parts of you and like and, and and fill those parts of you and if you try to resist those like you know the brokenness or whatever it is if you try to resist that brokenness or that sin or whatever it is but you're not starting to God at the same time you're not actually going to have that abundant life you're not going to have that thriving success and i think like god's like really been telling that to my heart recently and i'm i'm working through that like and it's been it's been the journey since i think since like my breakup like a year ago but it's like it's like it's like my eyes are getting opened again to that anyways all <laughs> you guys jump in
0: i think it's important to start off by saying that nobody can be intimate with god except through christ um you know uh, there's, what? And, and, and it's kind of crazy. You can see the struggle with other people from different groups, how they struggle to be intimate with God, but they can't apart from Christ the example would be jews uh if you ever seen shout out one for israel ministry on youtube one for israel ministry like one for all but one for israel um they share tons of testimonies of jews coming to faith and um they all have a very similar testimony which is not which is not coincidental they said they got jealous of gentiles worshiping the god was supposedly supposed to be their god and then they end up seeking god or god seeks them and uh, they come to faith and they specifically say they were jealous they became jealous like why are they worshiping my father and i don't have that kind of joy and relationship and clear obviously visible fruit and and um happiness and um excitement and all these different things right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's actually scriptural um in romans 11 um it actually says that in the way that God has done this, and the way that God has grafted us into the into the promise, it's in order to make the Jews jealous, so they, they would also want Him and come back to Him to make them jealous on purpose. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, it's that's 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 one example. Obviously, also when he says in Hosea that you know um, I will call them my people who are uh, those who are not my people I will call my people, and and her who is not beloved I will call my beloved. And he's talking about Gentiles. Um, and um, so. This, our, our father adopts our new children that's us the Jews get jealous because they they're wondering why you know they don't have a relationship with their father and they come back um, but it has to be through Christ that's the thing and another example is you know uh, you can't have intimacy with any other God lowercase G uh, idol or object and, um, and we see that actually with New Age stuff in the West too, like man's are desperately trying to claw, to get feel some kind of experience, whether through yoga, meditation, or chakras, or Ouija boards, or you know tarot cards, or whatever the heck, I'm gonna just go on and, on and on and on, like yoga, but I didn't say that already. Um, and uh, they're chasing after spiritual experience because they're trying to feel something and connect, but they don't even know who or what they're connecting to, they're just trying. And it's because you can't have industry with God, um, unless it's with the living God. I think that was another point I wanted to make. You know, in Psalm 115, God talks about how idols, they can't hear, they can't see, they can't taste, they can't touch, they can't think, they can't feel, they can't do anything for you. You can't intercede with an object or an idol, right? Um, And um, yeah, I mean like in scripture, it testifies that God is our father. So of course that in, in itself is, should have you know that God is personal, but also that he's triune, he's father, son, and spirit. And so he's relational. And so therefore he is love. And so, there he, mm-hmm. so therefore, he, he, the intimacy is a quality that comes from being made in his image, right? Something that you genuinely want with people because you're made in his image and you were made for him. Um, so there's no intimacy or relationship if not through Christ reconciling you to him, right, by the cross. Because he says, I'm the way, the truth, and life. and nobody comes to the Father except through me, through me, right? So the wording is intentional there. Um, and recently, I've been, I've been seeing a lot of people ask how they can have an intimate relationship with God and hear from him. Because they feel as as they 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 don't and it's kind of been hard for me i think to hear that because it's sad to hear that and then i kind of got conflicted in my spirit like okay lord how come they're saying that if they've been they say they're christian for a long time like how come they don't they they think they don't have an intimate relationship with you and they want one and um it's sad because i know that that is his will and desire for all people especially his people right um and you know he purchased our relationship uh with him with christ's blood so yes he does want that for every single person and i think that what i've understood from my personal testimony like when i first came to faith i went to the old testament first before i even read the gospels and i fell in love with god's character and was revealed to me and i gained and and god gave me intimacy and an understanding of his character through the psalms that's actually Mm -hmm. how i developed my intimacy with the relationship with god and god has given gave me gave me to me through that and it's never been it's never changed it's only grown since but that was the starting point it really for me it was the psalms um you know because it's it's through his word through scripture it testifies who god is right that's how you know who he is that's how you become intimate with him in order to be close to him you have to know the lord god that we serve and you know the god that we serve through the scriptures that testify about who his character his attributes his acts like who he is right um so i would say like you know when you when you the first step is to is to know god who you who you serve who is the god that we serve and in order to do that you need to go to the scriptures you need to search the scriptures and you need to focus on his character rather through it's whether it's through relationship Mm -hmm. between his people and him whether it's through his acts that he the way he he comes you know and shows grace to them and 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 obviously the contrast with their sin um or even for me a big thing was personal testimony for me of, of Loving and getting intimacy with God and something that I still crave and long and yearn for, is honestly watching David's relationship with God take place in Samuel and the mm-hmm. Psalms. David is the example of the man you want for intimacy with God. I think he's mm-hmm. actually the besides Jesus, he is the best example. Um Exactly. Because if you read his Psalms and he's got most of them, right, they're like love letters to God. Right. he's writing love letters to the lord and through his love letters he says things that are so profound and obviously a work of the holy spirit um and it actually makes sense if you think about it because it says that in uh it's in um what is it in sorry it's in james 4 5 it says that he's god is jealous for the spirit he's placed in us so it's kind of like a, a mutual longing with the spirit long, our spirit that he's He's given to us longs to be united with god and god longs to be united with us and um, you see that in, in, with, with David, with his psalms, how he longs for God, he yearns for God, he thirsts for God, he hungers for God, right? And, and, and this kind of, this, this, this genuine love, you know, that he has for the Lord. I'm not going to read, like, a million things, but I'll read, like, just, just a few to give, give me an example where he says things like, you know, um, keep me safe, God, for I have come to you for refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my master. Every good thing I have comes from you. Lord, you alone are my inheritance. My cup of blessing. You guard all that is mine. Right, he says things like, The Lord is a shelter for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. Those who know your name trust in you. For you, O Lord, do not abandon those who search for you. I got more. I got a couple more. I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my savior. My God is my rock and whom I find protection. He is my shield, the power that saves me, and my place of safety. I called on the Lord who is worthy of praise, and he saved me from my enemies. I could go on and on and on and on a million times. I mean... There's all kinds of ones where he says, you know, when he's talking about God's law and and the laws of the Lord, they're more desirable than gold or or, or silver or honey. And, um, you know, and um, there's there's a million verses, like a quote, honestly, where he says things like, you know, Lord, I have you're the only person I have in heaven. I desire you more than anything on earth and and you're my portion and I'm yours and you are mine and I long for the day I'll be united with you or how long can I come to life to come and see you? And, like, you can go on for a million years. Read
1: all the Psalms, guys. Yeah, so read read all the
0: Psalms and, and I tell you what, and this, we've talked about this, I don't know if you talked about this before, but honestly, the reason I would say that you don't have a soulmate on earth is because God is your soulmate. He really is. He's made you for himself, and you will never be satisfied or fulfilled if not for, if not in relationship with him. So he really is your your soulmate, or like David calls him, his love, right? His eternal love, his first love, right? Um, and God loved us first, so we really are, we really are uh, his first love, or we are, he is ours, I should say, so... Yeah, I could go on for a million years, but that's that's good enough, you know, I think I want Kiefer to uh, weigh in here, bro. Hey,
3: bro, we love when you go uh, go on for a million years. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> don't even sweat. Uh, but I actually really appreciated how you you made a key point in saying, um, you know, how Christ is basically the mediator, and you go through Him, right? And yep. you see that all throughout Hebrews, um, Him being the high priest, constantly making intercession for us. And I'll quickly make reference to Hebrews seven twenty five consequently he is able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to god through him since he always lives to make intercession for them Um, it's a constant thing jesus does because he is the one and only mediator uh, between man and god despite what anyone else wants to tell you or anyone else wants to push on you Um, you go through jesus and and you go through the work of uh, of the trinity obviously Um, but in terms of intimacy with god and and how can i relate it to myself i maybe want to dive into my personal experience over the past year and saying that for me um and i think seth went through this as well but i'll let him speak for himself obviously but i i lost intimacy with god like completely um i was lukewarm and if you want to see what being lukewarm is all about I'll go to revelation 3 verse 14 and read mm-hmm. from there but i was really lukewarm and I, and I was participating in certain things that i wasn't proud to be doing and and constantly living a a double life like you kind of see the two sides of me and i really was and i would actually tell people i would tell seth i would tell other people i would tell my family like listen i feel like a hypocrite at this point Mm. um and i completely lost intimacy with god i couldn't even hear god um it was hard for me to even even read uh for a long time this is while i was in school studying all this stuff so imagine how hard that was for me uh as well but what it took is is truly and as ethan was saying is is submitting to god right and And just to tag onto your point, by the way, you can't resist the devil unless you submit to God. There is no other way. You have to do that. Mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm.
3: And I learned that. Um, And it was a tough journey for me in learning that, but you know, God, my dad recently gave a message uh, called the hammer and the chisel, how God constantly tests you and puts you through trials and and refines you. Um, And I was happy uh, in a sense because sometimes you are ungrateful and, and you don't realize what you have in front of you. You don't realize the intimacy he's blessed you with. Um, and only through losing that for me was I able to see it. Um, I longed for Him. I thirsted for Him. And that's when I started seeking out um, the Holy Spirit living in me and dwelling in me to the fullest. You know, we, all, all of us who believe, obviously, who are children of God, have the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. And we want Him to dwell to the fullest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's our goal. So when I hear God, it's, it's as we were all saying, sometimes you hear confirmation through other people. But more so for me, it's meditating on his word day and night, uh, truly being involved and in, in studying the scriptures for myself, for my own personal edification. And what I always yeah. pray for is is honestly to be conformed to the image of the Son, uh, yeah. Jesus Christ. That That's my ultimate goal in, in prayer. Mm. Um, Mariah and I, that's my significant other, but we wrote this song where we say basically, um, search me, O God, and, and put me through trials and still I'll come to you. Uh, we reference mm. Psalm 139 where It says, you know, search me and and God knows our thoughts and try me. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what the song is based off of. But I feel like when I pray that for myself, whatever comes at me, I kind of look at it and say, what's God's ultimate purpose in this situation? Um, And that's how I experience his intimacy in my life personally. And I just want to read out real quick what my ultimate goal is when I when I do this is Jeremiah 17, uh, verses seven to ten. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by the water that send, sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes, for its leaves remain green and is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. And then it goes on to say, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? And then my, my favorite part, I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind to give every man according to his ways according to the fruit of his deeds Mm. um and that's constantly what i'm trying to live out in my life every day and and opening myself up to god sifting me and searching me and trying me and knowing me that Mm. i may know myself and be more like christ so uh there's my little spill for
1: now but maybe we can pass it pass it back to someone Mm. who wants to jump in yeah i want to quickly say some stuff before uh one of these guys take the torch olympics you know reference um but um so low points in my faith with christ or my walk with christ and um ever since i became a christian is when i wasn't in intimate with god like when i reached my low low point like my it was like darkness basically right and that's when i wasn't i i didn't feel close to god i wasn't intimate with him i didn't pursue him that's that's the next thing i want to do it's like we gotta intentionally pursue god and yeah. we gotta desire yeah. to do that right like if okay let's say for myself right i don't desire to do things it's like why would i want to change it right like why would i want to change um st- uh the way that i'm living life right like if i don't desire to pursue god and i think desiring to pursue god should be every day we need yes. to like put that on right like we got we got to pursue god every each and every day because he wants yeah. us to do that yeah. because he's always pursuing us if mm-hmm. you think about it right he's always wanting our hearts he is always wanting us to be intimate relation like relate, right like or, um our relationship with god i don't know how i would, how i would say it, but it's like very intimate like very very intimate like more than how um how you would with your significant other yes or like how would you with your wife or your husband right like more than that our relationship with god should be the first for, yeah. and foremost priority of our life because yeah. everything all trickles into that, right? Like all of our relationships, everything else comes in that because I think our relationship with God shows how our relationship with other people are because yes. that's how it's supposed to be, right? Yeah. And I feel like this is, I'm not, I'm a, I want to say it again. its That's how it is, right? Like you need to prioritize your relationship with God and that's something that I think each and every one of us try to pursue and it's hard. It's hard. It's difficult. I understand. It's worth it it's but it's 10%. worth it he's so amazing he's but, so loving yeah. right he constantly wants to come after us like he would literally hold our hands like even if we messed up he'll pick us up right like god is forgiving he he knows we stumble and like yeah i I didn't pray today he'll pick me up again yeah take me by the hand it's okay son i got you We could do this you know Bro, He's a loving says, father, right? It yeah. Psalm, I just want to say that
0: it says Psalm twenty-seven ten, bro. Even, even if my mother and father abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. Mm. What a what a what a declaration, right? So I mean, like, yeah, I'm going. I can like I say, I'm not going to sit here and quote millions of, millions of songs, but I could, I could do that, right?
2: Well, I'll quote another one quick. He's the father of the fatherless and protector of widows. <laughs> yeah, was, his yeah. God and His holy habitation.
0: I'll tell you what though, to build up what Cricket is saying, you know, also part of Psalm 27, 4 to, yeah, from number 4. The one thing I ask of the Lord, the one thing I seek most is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in his temple. And it's a very similar verse too, where it says, Lord, that one, you know, one day in your courts is better than an infinite amount anywhere else, right? If I could spend one day with God, actually where he is, that would be better. I could die happy and that's fine. You know what I mean? Mm. And I love this verse, so the one thing I ask, the one thing I see most is to d- dwell with the Lord, to live with Him, right? To live with Him and delight in His perfections. So that means satisfaction, right? And meditate in simple, temple forever. And I think like to build on the thing is you have to, you have to see God as d- like David does, like desirable above all else. You have to see Him as um, beautiful and, and splendorous and majestic and glorious, You've, you know, you have to, you have to see him in that light and you see him in that light when you're the gospel you see him in that light when, you've, when you when you see sin as dust and ash in comparison to him and everything else you know I, I have a similar testimony to Kiefer and and cricket in that way too you know honestly you know my my porn addiction was almost the end was was actually the end of my intimacy with god for a little while and god actually put his fear in me from through that because when I went through that lack of intimacy with God, I was like, this is actually what hell feels like. Like a, like a small smidgen of it. Because what is hell? It's, it's eternal separation from God. Where there's no good and no intimacy. So to not have intimacy with God is literally the worst thing ever. I gotta be honest. Like that is probably the worst thing that I could ever experience in my life. Because if I have that, but I don't have anything else, I'm blessed. I don't have that. I have everything else. I don't care. I've, I, everything's going to feel unsatisfying. And something's always going to mm-hmm. feel wrong. I feel like, like Kiefer said, I feel like a poser and an imposter. Right, like mm. I'm a fake, I'm a phony somehow, and honestly, like that's actually how God destroyed my porn addiction. He, sh- he let me feel a lack of intimacy with Him, and then I've n- I've been seven months clean now. I've never gone back because of that one thing He did, where He allowed God, it, yeah. and I so thank good. God He did. So and whatever whatever I get tempted, I remember that, and I'm like, I'm not lose lose. I'm not gonna lose intimacy with God again. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that again. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. can I jump in but, super quick and answer? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah
3: so you you actually hit a really key point that i want to drive forward a little further and saying um you, you mentioned fear of the lord right yeah um something that i i feel like a lot of people lack today uh or want to change the definition of um i know a lot of people think the fear of the lord is is loving the lord um if it was that i'm pretty sure it was just say love the lord and it does in a lot of cases but the fear of the lord is important it's a reverent fear you have for god understanding where he is and understanding where you are yes. in relationship to him um that's key for me <laughs> it's key for every question it's important because when you don't have a reverent fear of god you start to look at him like he's just a pal you yes. know i'm not shutting out ethan here because his last name is pal but <laughs> you start looking at him he's like he's just someone there just a friend who's doing whatever you want him to do um and i i don't care i've said it a million times and i'm going to say it again it's it's not about asking for things all the time it's about yes. being grateful and giving thanks coming with a humble heart humble. Uh, towards God that's what God favors someone who's humble right and when when you're praying what are you praying for like I know so many and this is the problem when you don't have a fear of, of the Lord you, you don't have a reverence for his will either to be quite honest with you hmm. and first john five fourteen and 15 and this is the confidence that we have towards him that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us, he hears us. and if we know yes. that he hears us in whatever we ask we know that we have the request that we have asked of him mm-hmm. according to his will is key in that mm-hmm. having a reverent fear of god is key to getting to that place in your relationship with him yeah praise god that i've been able to get to that place where Fox. when i pray i no longer ask for things I, I desire but i say you know lord as i said before Conform me to the image of your son and let your will unfold in my life. That's all I really want, to be quite honest with you. Um, And anything else that comes my way, I know know God is holding me and and is sovereign over the situation. So I just wanted to say having a reverent fear of God is so important. Do not mistake it for another attribute or another thing you look at God with.
0: It is distinct and important. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, if I could add to that quickly, I mean, having read for fear for God, I think is the best way to describe it. It's like breaking out into cold sweat when you think about the gospel and how you go, through Christ you've escaped God's condemnation. It's sure. bringing in co- the cold sweat when you read Romans 1 and you're, and you're seeing all the sins piled up and you're like, bro, this is me, right, and and, and God is separate from these things. It's bringing into a cold sure. sweat when you look up at the sky and you can't see the end of the sky from one end to one end and you're like, God is above and beyond this somehow and looking at me. Um, and, and like you said, like when you have a reverend fear, then you know that when you ask God for things, you can't demand anything from them, right? Yeah. It says that verse is perfect because it says he can be confident. He hears you when you ask something that pleases him. So mm-hmm. of course he hears everybody's prayers, right? It's not, that's not what that's saying, but he's really really like like when you're really in tune with him that's when it's like you can have confidence that he hears you and that it's pleasing him and like you're right bro i think the key, one of the key secrets that's the open secrets to, to to being having interest with god is being in alignment with him and as well and in his word yeah. right it's it's knowing your priorities and you know that's why jesus gave the prayer like let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven um and you know, I mean, like, we're called to be disciples of him every day, 24-7, like, the only, you, know, you need to pray a lot, like, I would say, like, you know, we want to be intimate with God, you need to talk to him a lot, and I think that Cricket's saying, he was saying, it is hard, for sure, it could be hard, but you know what makes it harder? When we come to God on our own terms and not on his. That makes it way harder, because I won't be able to i think i have to do all this and that or i got to do the like or like if you overcomplicate it try doing it in your own strength it's not going to happen um but I, I actually love how simple jesus makes it go to your father in secret go, go away from everybody mm-hmm. else and pray to your father mm-hmm. in secret and god right. actually he gives the example he wants you to get away from everybody else and just come spend time with him and that's the example right obviously mm-hmm. reading scripture is the key you're doing that every single day you know short prayers long prayers you make make it a priority but and those are the, that's not the only way you spend time with god um, you know, you when you're faithful to obedient to God and, and and day by day and the callings based on your life, uh, that's intimacy with God. When you're you know and when you're eating like it says when you eat or drink or do this or that, you're doing all for the glory of God. That's when you're intimate with God. And then when you do right. that, and when you do that, there shouldn't be 15 minutes to go by where you're not conscious of Him being there, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when you know you're really int- intimate with God. Is that? I should always be conscious of him. And like Kiefer said, if I'm about to sin or I think I'm going to sin, I should be conscious of him, when, what he thinks, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, like, uh, you know, and obviously you want to pray and ask God for intimacy as well. Ask him yep. and he will give it yep. to you. Um, yep. But I hope that... I hope That's in his will for sure, right? So That's in his will for sure. I, like, I think I was talking to Kiefer this the other day. Like, there are things where I, I can have full faith confidence that every single time I pray for them, God will give it to me. Because mm-hmm. it's in alignment with his will and desire and that's so much better to pray for something I know that pleases him something that I know that he wants I don't have to I don't have to worry then Then it's so much easier to believe to receive I ask God for intimacy I've asked God to fill me with this Holy Spirit I've asked God to increase my fear and offer him my, my joy for him. my love for him all these different things These are the jewels. These are the treasures in heaven Why would he withhold it from me when he promised that he would give it to him mm-hmm. give it to me himself? right mm-hmm. when I pray for peace Oh well, God always gives that. It doesn't mean he takes you out of the situation, but will he give me peace? yes because yeah he told me he would.
2: We talked earlier about like coming to him in his terms but you don't realize that his terms like if you're unfamiliar with the gospel, and we've gone through that several times on our podcast. His terms are way better than you would think. Mm-hmm. Like, like just a quick like you know emphasizing what we've emphasized before. it's not my good things that are gonna establish this relationship. It's his love for me, him pursuing mm-hmm. me first because I know we mm-hmm. talked about pursuing God. Why do we pursue God? Why should we even care to pursue God? Because he pursued you, loved you, before you even cared about him. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. You're not gonna have intimacy of God if you don't understand the gospel. If you don't okay. understand the good news of how much God loves you, despite the sinfulness in your life that everybody point. has, you might be ignoring it <laughs> because everybody has it, but but uh, stop comparing yourself to each other. Look, look to God and his holiness, get fear of God and see his justice but understand that even his justice and, you know, you deserve punishment from him. He loves you so freaking much that he gave up his life for you. Yeah. Um, the the judge sacri- gave up his own life for you. That took death sentence. I love that line. I, I always say it. Yeah. yeah. It since <laughs> it's been a while one, since we've heard it, right? Since <laughs> episode one. But, um, no, honestly, you need to understand, like, the gospel message and keep going back to that. Jesus, before he went to the cross, when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he was crying. um, Tears of blood. That's what some some uh, manuscripts say, yep. and he was he was crying in, in agony, and he was saying, Father, if you can take this cup from me, take it like take it like if it's if it's possible in your will, that you can do this, do it. But you know what Jesus did? In those tears, he surrendered those tears. He surrendered those emotions. He surrendered his his just, just all of that, and he said, You know what, God, your will be done. Your will be done, and um. I literally just, I'm not even kidding. I literally just thought of that right now. Like I didn't come prepared with that idea, but just just that picture came into my head of the Garden of Gethsemane. And Jesus sets the model for us that in whatever trial we're going through, because Jesus went to go face the most um, hardest trial. So
1: I actually wanted to speak about lamentation and like how, like David is a perfect example for that, right? Like I think um, Seth talked about that and I think God actually wants us to lament. And um, God lamenting is uh, grieving, questioning God um like asking him right like I feel like if I have a personal relationship with anyone in this like, right like like say Sad Kiefer I'm I'm open to questioning them and asking them what it like what is this like you know like why are you like this like right like like tell me more like you know I'm actually like open to that conversations and grieving and God wants why it to you like, be like this that, Kiefer right? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna <in> say <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. Um, yeah God wants us to be like that and he desires us to be like that, and he wants yeah. I think that's the like that's a way that we get intimate and close and uh, real with God basically right like real like I mean real real right and uh, he wants us to be like that I, I just wanted to say lamenting is the way to go you know uh, David did it right and he did it he did it really good right like he lamented yeah. and if you like Psalms he it was speak about um, how he lamented, and how close he was with the God, right? And yeah. um, it says, David was a man after own. I don't think it says it. My bad. It does. Say um, it. People. Oh, it does. It okay. does. It does. Yeah. David was a man after God's own heart, and that's how we need to be, men and women after God's own heart. <laughs> yeah.
0: David, yeah. David yeah. spends yeah. half his time in the Psalms crying, fam. Don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> men should cry too. Men can um, cry too. Yeah.
2: Men should, should cry too. too. Not even <laughs> can. <but laughs> men <Man> should. <laughs>
0: Man's, man's don't cry, no. Um, yeah, I mean, lamentation is actually really healthy and important in your personal relationship with God. Um, if you love him and, and, you, and you're and intimate with him and you have a relationship with him, then of course when something bad happens or you struggle, then you wonder why God is this happening and what's going on. And he's not going to rebuke you for that because he understands that you don't understand everything and that he knows in advance that there's some things he won't tell you. Uh, you know maybe not right away or maybe not at all until you come to see him and that's fine so that's exactly why lamenting is important i mean and he wants you to like you said cricket he wants you to come before him if you have doubts if you're upset you're angry or um you know you're you're bored or you're scared or, or you're just you're questioning he wants you to bring it all and lay it at his feet um and david sends the example of that by doing that but then david also ends off with hope though he never laments straight for an entire psalm he always sorry he might start with lament and then he eventually goes into but but lord i will trust you again or lord i will put my hope and faith in you again or lord i'll wait upon you patiently again you know he, he always has that hope because obviously you know uh jesus is our hope so there's no reason for despair that's the difference there's a the difference between lamentation and despair so despair is wrong it's a sin because we have no reason to despair, um, to be discouraged, to be upset, to be angry at times for sure. But I guess the also important thing is that you I mean like even Jesus lamented in the garden, like Ethan was mentioning. He laments, and he gives us a perfect, perfect example of lament lamentation because then he says, "Okay, yet your will be done and not mine," right? Hmm. And uh, I would say though the one important thing though is lamentation is not is not blasphemy, uh, so you, to, you just have to be careful the way that we lament as well that uh, obviously we're not insulting God <laughs> or we're lamenting. Um, but trust you when I say that you know God wants you to, even if you're angry, even if you're upset at him, God actually wants you to lament. We have the example of that from Job. Um, it doesn't mean it's okay. It just means that God wants you to bring that to him as well. He doesn't want you to bring it to anybody else except for him. And he's the only one who can fix it, actually. Um, so it actually, you know, I think that sometimes when we have those emotions, we can feel ashamed. Um, Whereas God actually really wants you to bring those to him and, and lay them at his feet so he can bear your burden and help you and um, give you peace, right? So, yeah, lamentation is uh, is healthy. Yeah, I feel like uh,
3: a lot of the beauty of it is found um, in the fact that after you kind of notice the growth you have in your relationship with God, like the, the way I grow the most is wrestling through the scriptures, mm-hmm. right? Wrestling through concepts and things that I see that I don't understand and i'm like okay i want to understand this and when i wrestle with it and as i come out of that as well i feel a massive massive growth in my relationship with him and it's amazing and i think god welcomes that he welcomes that challenge of you wrestling with him he wants you to and i think that's the beautiful part of having a relationship with him um, it's not like you're just there doing whatever you want to do or he's just there and you have no idea what he wants you to do but kind of finding what his will for you is, specifically how he wants to use you as an instrument and a vessel of truth, right?
2: Yeah, Kiefer, like, no, I totally agree. Wrestling is such an important thing. Like, um, And we need to, like, do it with our emotions. We need to do it for our mind. We need to do it for, like, just our soul. Like, because I think too often, like, you know, this is one of the things why, I, I like, I encourage critical thinking, like, in the body. And, like, a, you know, it's something that's important. It's, like, there's not enough people, like, today, like, you know, people raised in Christian homes are just enough Christians that are, because um, I think every Christian should be. So there's not enough Christians. There's a lot out there who are, aren't like, you know, asking those why questions and, and and the emotional questions and you know wrestling with the pain, wrestling with the, the suffering, wrestling with the the deep questions about whatever you know. Whatever. It could be like slavery. It could be like I don't know. Um, what's another Tattoos. What? <laughs> what what yeah. did you say? Tattoos. <laughs> Tattoos. <laughs> 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 Free will. Um, oh
0: man, big one.
2: Yo, but that's a huge one. Like, mental health, right? Mental health, um, you know, just like uh, poverty, could, anything, bro. Poverty, yeah. Like honestly, all these things. I don't know, my mind's so slow. I need you guys. <laughs> but you know, you know what I'm trying to get at. All those like really deep, like hard topics, right? You know, there's not enough. You know, people need to really like come to those things more and just like really come to them and saying, God, you know, help me to understand this and go to the yeah. Word, go to prayer, and just um. Yeah, wrestle you, with God.
0: You know, you know. I just want to just say one thing because actually, it's on my. Uh, for those who know me, I, I got a uh, a board that has all the different things God's convicted me of in the season, so I can visually like see it visually and, and uh, focus on it. And one of those things is putting God at the center of my problems, so that I I, I don't. Even try meditating it on my by myself, but I immediately make God the center of the issue because obviously mm-hmm. God is the stronger than me and he's the one who I need whose help I need. I can't figure it out on myself mm-hmm. and I shouldn't want to, especially for something biblical. Why, if I'm struggling with re- wrestling with something in life or in scripture, am I going to anybody else except for God who was authored and breathed in the scripture and was made life itself, right? So I think a marker intimacy with God is, is also learning how to bring your problems to Him first, um, yeah. not running to sin not even taking any time to dwell on it by yourself um, not that meditation is wrong but that you want to want to make God the center of your meditation mm-hmm. um, when yeah. you're when you're lamenting right
1: it reminds me of um, like you know uh, Israel or Jacob wrestling with God right like I think that's important right like man wrestled with God right like I um, and uh, people don't think it's God but I think uh, that's why um, Israel was given the name right because yep. it's called wrestling with wrestling. God right yep. and that's pretty much what Israel did throughout the time right like they wrestled yeah. with God right so much things mm-hmm. and I can yeah there, I think it's too much in the name to be honest um, and I think that's what he wants and I feel like that strengthens the relationship with him and I right yeah like him and us right so, so people
0: who wrestle with God the most are the people who are strongest and deepest in their faith mm. they're also the most uncomfortable at all times but it's worth it
2: <laughs> mm. most uncomfortable oh, for sure Wait, you most uncomfortable. You,
0: well, because they're always wrestling they're always wrestling things. so those who read scripture like a ton they're constantly growing deep in their relationship with the Lord because he's continuously blessing and godly wisdom and knowledge into them but they're constantly wrestling so they're constantly uncomfortable
2: but there's constantly fruit as well I mean, growing, but growing, you
0: know what's a good way of putting it? Growing pains. That's a really good way of putting it, I
2: think. But at yeah. the same time, though, it's like, I feel like, you know, it's like you have those moments of uncomfortableness, but then once you, you you find those resolutions eventually, and then the peace oh, yeah. comes in. And, mm. and no, the, there's joy, there's joy yeah. and
0: love in that, there's excitement, there's awe, there's fear, there's there's yeah. delight, there's peace, like you said, there's victory, uh, mm-hmm. but there's also a lot of uncomfortability as well.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's, you, you, know, you, know what, you know what's important to understand and recognize is... That we never know enough. We we can never know enough about God. Right. You know what I mean? You can never get to that place where you're like, oh, I really know everything about no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can never say something like that. And a big problem within Christianity is getting complacent. Getting comfortable. And as I was referencing as myself, I did that too, right? I got comfortable. I got complacent. I became lukewarm. I literally felt God spit me out of his mouth, bro. I honestly felt it. Jeez. I was like, where is he? Um and that is a huge problem. That's what we're saying. When you constantly wrestle and you constantly read and you constantly seek to learn and understand, man, you're going to be blessed in, in the best ways possible. You're going to grow in your faith in the craziest ways. You're going to have answers for people when they a- ask tough questions. You know what I mean? You're going to be able to give a reason for your faith, as yes. Peter instructs us to yes. do. You know? So. The only way you can do that is if you study and you want to learn to grow. You have to desire it and pray that God gives you that desire in the verse. I say what though, so. too.
0: In the verse you quoted, what does Peter say that you do it? How, how are you supposed to share it? Keep your finish off my sentence here, bro.
3: With gentleness.
0: How can you do that if you're not confident in what you believe, if you haven't wrestled? Mm-hmm. Right? If yeah. you're insecure about it because you haven't wrestled, you're going to not be able to be gentle and kind because you don't actually have confidence of it in yourself, right?
3: Mm hmm. Or, and, and that's the thing. It, it can really, really affect your witness to another verse. Yes. It really can. Yes. I've seen it tremendously around me. I've seen it in mm-hmm. videos where people just have, no offense, no clue of what they're saying, right? And, and you kind of see this thing where, and, and I talk about this in one of my blog posts, where people kind of go to the Bible and, and approach it like it's a book full of mot- motivational quotes. Mm. Like That's not what it is. It's so much more than that. Yeah. Way and of course, more, man. And I really want to well, tackle something really quick here. I have to address this. But there's definitely verses that can't stand alone and don't take away from the structure and, and story of the bible but then there's definitely there's verses where you if you take out of context or oh, you're going to you're going di- to dilute the word of god you're going to adulterate the word of god mm. you're twisting everything that's going on mm. so having a knowledge of scripture is so important and another thing i want to address really quickly is is hearing from god like do we hear from mm. god i believe yes the holy spirit dwells in us he testifies to us he leads us he draws us all of the above is she pure, is but one thing is, I will she hear his
0: voice right
3: yes exactly and the one thing i will say we have to be careful of saying is okay how do i put this in a nice god 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 told me yeah so the whole thing about god told me or or when you use the word revelation yes okay you have to be careful when you use this word revelation you don't want to put it on the level of special revelation such as scripture uh general revelation is god's creation speaking to us right him making himself known through that and when god speaks to you and he teaches you He's revealing things in light of scripture. That's what we measure it against. Yes. But I don't want people thinking that something like progressive revelation where God is giving you something brand new that is apart from the scriptures that may even contradict the scriptures. Because then you have a big problem there. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you really have no holds barred and, and everything is on the table then. So be careful in how you use this word. Be careful in how you interpret what God is saying and always test the spirits. Test what, test what, what is being told to you and, and how do you test it? with the canon right the the, the canon of scripture yes. itself put it against that as the rule of faith so and, you know, i just wanted to say that just beware be careful why
0: we use the word canon because canon means measuring rod you literally measure it against scripture literally yeah <laughs> exactly
3: yeah. now that i get got that off my chest The last thing I want to discuss with you guys is this whole concept of vain repetition. Let me quickly read. Seth mentioned this earlier, but I'll I'll continue it on from Matthew six verses six and seven. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward Mm -hmm. you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Mm -hmm. So, let me relate it to myself. When I was younger in the faith and a little more immature in the faith, it's kind of like I compiled this prayer list and I and I go down it down it, and I just say the same things again and again. And I'm repetitive as if God needs to hear me say the same thing multiple yeah. times. Not that there's anything wrong with it. If you want to praise him and, and, and give him his glory, all for it. I do that all the time too. But when I'm asking for the same thing again and again and again, it's kind of like, listen, buddy, you don't need to do that. Like God he- heard you the first time. Don't heap up these words as the Gentiles do. You know what I mean? I think it's a clear instruction as to how we should pray, how we structure our prayers, and how we approach God. Um, and I think Ethan really said it well, and I, that's why I said it. I was like, it was a massive point. You only can have that intimacy and understanding of all of this if you understand God and what the gospel message is. Otherwise, you won't have that. If you don't understand God, if you don't understand the gospel... You're gonna lack intimacy, mm-hmm. so seek to understand that first, and then let everything flow mm-hmm. from the cross. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, yeah. And I think that's the main point I want yeah, to, to understand here. like
2: his character, right? Just, yeah, yeah, exactly. If I could just put one.
3: Otherwise, literally, I don't know what you're asking. Like, okay, I'll stop. No, <laughs> you, know, no yeah, right. you know, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah,
0: you're you're right. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it, when, when David says the joy, of my, is it joy, David says the joy of the Lord is my strength. What does that mean? The joy of the Lord is my strength. It means like the knowledge of his character, who he is, is my strength. Right. What well, what are you joyful about if you don't know who he is? If you don't love him, and because you understand him, yeah, it's it's yeah. when you're suffering, it's your knowledge of his character of who he is that brings you comfort and peace and joy in suffering, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Which which sometimes is a big wrestle, <laughs> but mm-hmm. but like when you when you wrestle through it, you you finally come to that place where you're like, yeah, God, I trust you. So worth it. And you get, you, so you get worth that it. joy. You get that
3: comfort, that peace. Yeah. yeah, and and really quick, just to say like. To let people know is to as i said this earlier just understand where god is understand where you are and understand that you cannot command god's mm-hmm. grace you cannot command god to do something for you god knows best and he does as he pleases and he will do what is yep. good and purposeful in your life mm-hmm. so you need to trust that and not have this demanding thing of like god, you said, where you're constantly petitioning him it's great to petition god wants you to ask him he does but as I said, according to his purpose and will, right? Yeah, yeah. And, he, he, and, he's, and, and will. he's
0: giving you promises that, you, to, that he wants you. Like, that's for the purpose. He wants you to ask. And he's giving you promises. Like, I will give you this if you ask me, right? But, mm. um, you know, but God also gives us his desires, and, and he shows us that his desires are actually better than ours, and then we start chasing after his. So Dr. Noel said that. Tyndale, shout out. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, like, like the important part, too, is that God already knows our needs. I think I found myself in a season right now where I find I'm talking to myself a little bit too much during prayer. Mm. um and that needs to be separated i can meditate on it later but i think I, I do that too much um and i think the important thing to know is that you know um also go cricket go
1: no sorry man um <laughs> just taking the time to listen to god right yes i feel like yeah. um that's what you're trying mm. to stress on right yes like, it's like we can ramble we can ramble we can talk yeah. but like taking the moment and time to <laughs> listen to god and just to hear his voice and mm-hmm. gravy uh Silence. Yeah, yeah. Silent, okay. silent, be still. Silent. Be yeah, still. Exactly. I know that I am the Lord. No. You know, be still. Yes, exactly. Yeah, now you got I, it. I'm I, <laughs> I, I sure. I
0: go vulnerable here. I think we create one of fishin' off after that, unless Ethan has something to share. But I got actually got corrected a few months. I think maybe maybe last one, two months ago that I that I that I I'm rambling and I'm not actually listening to God, and I brushed it aside because I'm like, no, God wants you to pour out, pour out for Him. And this last week, also somebody told me like, yo, like I took 15 minutes. I I, I prayed for 15 minutes and I and I sat for 15 minutes and listened. And mm-hmm. they said it was amazing. They heard from God in the 15 minutes of waiting, and I was like, "Yeah, bro." I, I, after she like they told me that, I was like, "Bro, like I actually got convicted." Like, no, that can, that was conviction that I am just talking to myself a little bit too much rather than stopping to listen mm-hmm. and to actually hear from yeah. God. So I'm going to do that this week, and uh, you yeah, know, next week when we get on the podcast, I'll tell you how it went.
3: <laughs> my yo, man, cricket, yo, you came yo, at a fire point, bro. Yo, yo, but it's not a one sided conversation. I'm saying,
1: Great point. I'm saying like, sure. um, like I told you guys, I struggle with prayer. Like that's something I need to work on too. Like I'm not saying it because I, I'm saying it because I need to hear it, right? Like I'm saying it because I want to hear it and I need to hear it and I need to practice it. I need to preach it mm. like I need it because I want to practice what I preach, right? I'm oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, no stillness can be such a hard thing in our society so they so go 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 especially when,
0: the, so... when we're in a season that if you feel like is so like difficult and busy and there's so much going on it's hard to just mm-hmm. shut up because you just want to pour out and ramble to god right as if you yeah. but, but, but like because i think our human nature is to explain things but he already knows which is what matthew mm-hmm. 3 6 what does it say matthew 6.
3: matthew 6 yeah, yeah. And, and what's that then like what we're all saying is we're not saying just because your father knows you don't ask him or you don't go to mm-hmm. him like no one is saying that we're instructed to pray mm-hmm. You know what i mean we are ceasing, to ceasing right yes exactly and and no one's saying don't pray don't come to the father he knows everything you're going to say no one's saying that we're, we're just saying be aware and be conscious of what you're actually praying oh. for mm-hmm.
0: right and and as cricket said to sum it up perfectly is be still be still as Ethan is saying. and as god well, will I. increase if you pray if you pray if you like i said if you come to him in his terms you pray the way he wants you to he'll actually bless you and and be, it'll be more efficient more productive It'll he'll give you more it'll be better right
2: yeah, and it, mm-hmm. I guess just when we say, like, the way he wants us to, it's more just about, like, um, it, it's more about, like, just desiring him, right? Like, it's, like, like we already said, like, just to clarify, it's not like, you know, it's not like you have to use special words or be really long, it's about, like, your desire of your heart, like, where is that, like, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. what, that's what we want, um, that's, that's how, that's how you want to pray, you want to pray where, uh, but at the same time though at the same time though God also wants to hear you personally he wants to hear your feelings and your like yeah, you know, yeah like i guess i guess it's just when you're asking for something from him maybe that's where my mind's going it's just when you're asking for him just yeah. make sure you keep things in perspective and understand that he's the one who can only truly satisfy you and desires your heart and i think and then you can also actually. ask for other things too but like put it in that perspective where i guess god's like at the center
0: I think a good way like, of, of, of uh, sorry, uh one more thing? I think the good way of, of uh, explaining it that it doesn't diminish anything is saying that God wants you to pray like a child. So mm. your father already knows it's up. He already knows everything about you. So when I'm praying, I'm not explaining things to him. I'm pouring out my spirit, right? Like he says, Jesus says at the moment of the well, you want to worship in spirit and truth? I want to pray in spirit and truth, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, um, Can I, um, one verse that sums up all this is, First John 2, six for me at least is um, whoever claims to live in him must walk as he did walk, walk as Jesus walk in his footsteps walk in his ways walk in his will right like we stress about will being in God's will I think that's mm-hmm. what we need to do being in God's mm-hmm. will right and also um, seek after God's own heart and seek after him like David did right and we need to be imitators of Jesus right and yeah. also um, David is a good example to follow even though he was sin- like, sinful right and I think we got to be after, like David, right? Seeking after Auntie John's whole heart and pouring out to him and just speaking, asking, talking, you know? All that.
2: hmm.
0: Yeah, you know, they say you are who you, who you hang out with, right? So hang out with God, bro.
2: All the time. All right. <laughs> Facts. Yo, could I, could I leave a, a thought? I just. Um, it Close is us good, off, like, bro. No, <laughs> okay, what an honor. Um, so, okay. Like, I, I, I do this thing where I like to pray throughout the day, right? You know, something comes up, you know, it could be something emotional, you know, I just talk to God or, you know, it's just like, I just want to, you know, say, God, okay, I want to depend on you. and Just help me in this moment, whatever. You know, you just pray to God throughout the day or whatever it is. You, that's a good thing to do. But it's also good to be intentional about having, like, time. Like, you know, we're intentional, like, yo, like, Kiefer, let's, let's hang out and talk, Seth, Cricket, you know, it's like, yo, let's talk at this time. Let's hang out and do this at this time. We should be intentional with God about, like, I'm gonna have a certain time every day where I'm just gonna connect with Him one-on-one, and like, and uh, it actually creates like intimacy. Um, and mm-hmm. and there's so many ways like um, you can get you can you can when you're intentional with God. There's so many things you can do in that time. Like it could be worship and singing. I, I like to freestyle rap sometimes. I do that, but I love singing and worship too. Um, dancing, you know, you can be dancing during the worship. I, I've I've even been, gone on runs before and I felt connected to God. It could be like you know walks in nature. And the meditation the stillness thing is so profound like something i need to keep working on um but but i've uh, i've definitely practiced it a few times before and it can be really good um meditating on the word you know audio bible like it's another thing too like you can read it but also audio can be amazing too um just taking your time just absorbing it distilling yourself being mindful of what you feel and like your body and your mind and all those things and just like directing and, yourself to god um yeah. and like you know just everything else we've been talking about you know just approach scripture pray and you know, all these things there's so many ways you can like connect with god um and and really at the end of the day we just want to desire god for who he is and let him satisfy us and that's 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 gonna that's gonna really (laughs) put everything Um, into perspective and that's where you find the true joy so yeah
1: um that's a good point i think uh connecting with god through scripture and prayer is very important and i think we all need to do that as christians but also connecting with god where you feel like he you connect with him best right like it could yeah. be nature it could be journaling it could be all these things worship like connect with him yep. worship right like and worship i just want to stress quickly this is a, a big topic i think worship is not music listening to church it's <laughs> everyday lifestyle yeah. Her whole posture yeah. should be a uh, posture mm-hmm. of worship. Amen. And Amen. that can come for another day. I think that's a whole can of worms we don't want to get to now, but yeah.
0: It's, you're right, though. I mean, like, yo, bro, yeah. I, if I exercise, I'm worshiping God because I'm taking care of the body he's given me and I'm glorifying him because it's sick what he's made, and I get to enjoy it, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, find that personal thing. Like, I, Kirk, I'm glad you clarified. If I wasn't clear, I meant, like, those are some things I've tried, that, like, just putting things out there, too, for people. Like, you know, find those things that you personally can connect with God and try and, um, but you make sure that the word is somehow in there and that your prayer yes. like, is you know, strong make sure those two yeah, things those are, there two that, things? Those yeah. are your yeah. two mandatories. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but you can do all those other things with God and they can be they can be connected to those like prayer and like the word and, and like um pers- in very personal ways
3: you know what that was a fire episode I'm so glad we're back I think we gave a lot of ourselves today and I hope we gave a lot to chew on and wrestle with and and please take it between you and god before god before the yes. cross and and just explore these concepts and these topics and cricket you know you said you you want to be intentional about your prayer and i'm going to give you an opportunity right now why don't you close us off in prayer bro
1: <laughs> yeah for sure for sure um dear jesus thank you for all you do for us literally like everything thank you for dying on the cross dear lord thank you for raising it up um raising up and thank you for uh, reconciling us to you to the father dear lord um Thank you. You're amazing. You're wonderful. Um, I just thank you for like, like this is amazing. Like I, we felt the spirit moving and um, thank you for all that, dear Lord. Um, I pray that uh, we'll just worship you in all that we do, glorify you in all that we do. And we just walk in your will, walk in your ways, dear Lord. And uh, we just become intentional and open and honest and just get intimate with you, dear Lord. And just get real with you, dear Lord. And we desire, we seek, we pursue for these things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Glorify Home Podcast. This is episode 9 Intimacy with God. Please follow us on all the social media platforms. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube. And please also follow us on podcast platforms. Apple, Spotify, Google, Anchor. Um, yeah, all that. And uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we uh, God bless you guys. God loves you guys. See you guys next time.